0: Don't.
1: Morning, how's everyone doing? What's up? Welcome. It's Tuesday, Jake's least favorite day of the week. Kind of a fan of Tuesday, but I think we are. We do have a bunch of Tuesday shirts up for John Moore and Jake Radio listeners. I think we're getting Tuesday blues, Tuesday suck. Tuesdays are alright by me. We'll see how Jake's doing though. Um, I don't think he's in the office yet, but I started a minute early. I was excited. I told you guys nine o'clock. I started at eight fifty-nine. My apologies. Let's get our good mornings out of the way. We got Alec Swame in the chat. Norm, Josh, the True Zach, Sean, Abe, what up? Dylan, Julie. Got a lot of people. Troy, didn't miss you. Kevin in Periscope. Not Mr. Moon's hanging out with us again. Uh, LHJR31. Can we get some baseball? Looks like we're getting some baseball. Looks like we're getting some baseball. Facebook, we got Sebastian, Gustavo, Hector, Terry, Chris. Yeah. Chesapeake, Virginia, Indiana. Wow. How about that? All right. Cool. What's going on, everyone? Uh, Opening song is Brett Denon. I haven't listened to Brett Denon in a long time, but probably 2009, 2010. Really liked his, his stuff. It's relaxing. It's a relaxing vibe. I enjoy it uh i don't know i've been listening to any recent things but oh i forgot we made a spotify playlist where i put all the songs on if you ever wanted to go find them but i don't think i've kept it up to date so that's my bad we'll get on that i also put the band the town the player the book on YouTube. The, the description Every episode It's on there If you're ever like Wait who was that Or you want to go back And find an old episode It's an easy way to do that We also are going to Start posting links To the books I think I told you guys that So If you hear About a book That you want to buy You can buy it And like uh, It's an affiliate code So we get a percentage um, So if you want to support That way you can If you want to buy it and, and on your own I don't I don't care But it seems stupid of us Not to use that code So that's where we're at with that. It's Tuesday. I got my blue shirt on. This is my blue polo shirt. I wear it probably once a week. Because I just pick things off the top of the pile of the laundry. And I think that's fair. All right. Let's get into it. Tuesday's our big release day. We got... Talking Yanks. We did a voicemail episode last night. That was fun. We got John Boy and Jake Radio coming up at 10 o'clock. A lot to talk about on John Boy and Jake Radio. Maybe I'll preview some of that at the end of this. Laughs from the Past today is a good one. Laughs from the Past today, we did Butch Cassidy. It's my it's one of the best conspiracies out there about like a fake death. Did they actually die? Did they not die? Uh it's it's such a Butch Cassidy is everything people want jesse james to be career criminal never really hurt anyone wanted to get out wasn't like a mean bad guy he was just really good at planning heists and then did they fake their death to escape go listen to last from the past that's a really fun episode pinstripe strong i'm sure they're talking all things baseball and having as much fun as they can possibly do while doing it so go listen to joe's and the boys Talking Folk has a really fun episode that I'm excited about today. Nick detailed John Prine's last song, most recent song. So John Prine passed away, and there was a song he released before he passed away. It came out after he passed away, and, you know, it's about older age and um, what he's going to remember and all that, and Nick compared it to the song Hello in There that John Prine released in 1971 when he was like 20. It's one of the most—it's it's really, really highly respected song about the elderly that John Prine wrote when he was 20, which is amazing that he had the ability to write about them so tenderly when he was 20 years old, and then Nick compared it to, well, now John Prine is an elderly person, he's older— and what's his thoughts on getting old now? So I'm excited to listen to that one. I haven't listened to it yet. And then sequence, we got Trevor Ploof broke down an at-bat himself. So he talks about uh, an at-bat he had against Joe Kelly and when he figured Joe Kelly out. So I'm sure that'll be fun for Joe Kelly, who is an avid watcher of sequence. I made that up, but he could be. Who knows? That's everything we got coming out on John Boy Media today. The weather. In Bluff, Utah, is 65 degrees and sunny. I'm sure it's going to get a lot hotter, though, because Bluff, Utah, is the desert. Someone in Periscope asked, are you guys going to spring training or are you staying home? Well, spring training's coming to us. We're in the Bronx. We're right next to Yankee Stadium, but I don't think we're going to have access. But they're going to be doing spring training at Yankee Stadium, which is, you know, a five-minute walk away. So, but I don't think we have, I don't think we'll have access. I don't know if any reporters are going to have access. I, they, Cuddy, we had Cuddy on talking. He said that might be doing Zoom interviews. I don't know if I want to, we would want access basically just to say we got access. Because it's going to be like, you know, sidelines and all that. But maybe we'll get some players to stop by here and hang out with us. I doubt that happens either, but there's a lot of safety reasons going on. But anyway. Bluff, Utah, Bluff, Utah is one of those places when I don't know if anyone, anyone, a lot of people have not seen all of America, right? So I've driven cross country four times, I believe, and it's just crazy to see the landscape change. I think, you know, I don't know how you get everyone to do it because it's pretty expensive and you need to be able to take like two weeks off work or a week. I did it in four days once. That's not fun, but I did it. But uh, God damn, America's crazy. You know, in the month of June, month of July, you start in the East Coast and Northeast, and it's everything's green as shit. Leaves are green, grass is green, tall trees, and you keep going through Pennsylvania. Eventually, you get the farmland through Nebraska, and it's green as hell, but now there are no big trees. It's the plains, and it's cornfields, but it's still green. And then you pass the mountains, and you get to the desert, and suddenly, there's just no green at all. And it's all red and barren, but beautiful as fuck because it's got these rock formations that you are, you know, you know, you understand why the Native Americans respected the earth and thought so highly of this land. Because, like, look at this. Um, anyway, I didn't even do this. Here's where uh, Bluff, Utah is. It's, it's basically in the desert. It's by the Four Corners um, right here, the Four Corners. Canyon of Ancient... It's like, you know, a lot of people go to Bluff, Utah and use that as a home base while they go explore uh, a lot of fun places in the desert. The American Gods, Mexican Hat, Bluff City, and there is a tiny town in between the Bluffs, which is why it was called Bluff City. Uh, Mormons went there. Mormons in 18-whatever, 1860, like 300 Mormons went to... To Bluff City, let's see. Uh, the population was 320, and 200, 230 Mormons moved there to start a farming community. How do you how do you start a farming community in the desert? I don't know a lot, but that seems not where you farm. A lot things don't grow any there. This is the tiny little town. There's a bunch of YouTube videos which is crazy when drones started becoming household things and everyone could have a drone. Everyone was like, well, what should we go film? What's something in the sky? And now we have awesome videos. Like, if you type in any town on YouTube, you can find drone footage. And I like it. This was a trading post that we're looking at right now. Like, it started in the 1800. It was a trading post, and they put it right underneath the uh, Navajo twins. You'll see them in two seconds, and you understand – What I'm talking about when I say, of course, Native Americans saw this shit and was like, that's godly. Someone put that there for a reason. It's insane. Just part of the earth. I don't even get it. I'm sure a scientist or geologist could tell me and and I'd be really bored of the answer. But how about this footage? The drone footage of these places is cool. So you see the bluff on the right side there and then you see it right on the other side and the town in the middle. Native Americans used bluffs a lot because, you, had, you know, you could see over the land. You could run buffalo off of it. Some Native American tribes, uh, you know, used the bluffs and the cliffs in their funeral processions. And it's really sad. They would put the dead warrior onto his favorite horse and then ride the horse off the cliff. So the horse would, they would all go to heaven at the same time. And it's like, oh, he just murdered that horse, though. You know, that's sad. But, yeah, this shit's gorgeous. Bluff, Utah. There's another video I found because I saw this video, and I was like, fly the drone through the little hole. Come on. Fly it through the hole. And then there's another video where the dude did that right here. And it's going, all right, we're going to speed this up. For those just listening, it's two rock formations. They look like chess pieces almost. Just grew side by side, but they are not touching, and they're, like, out on a point. I don't think I'm the best at describing rock formations. So, just just at your own ease, Google Navajo Twins Bluff Utah, and you'll see what I'm talking about. And the drone's going through. Shaky, shaky. Drone made it through. Badass. So, yeah, that's the whole town of Bluff, Utah. Since I started this morning show, I've learned so damn much. I don't know how much I'm going to remember. Like, in, in next month, if someone in the chat says, you remember Bluff, Utah, I don't, think I'm, I don't think I will. Maybe. This one's pretty cool. We've done so many towns. Man, this is pretty. That's like scenery. You could just sit there and just watch it, which is what people do who go camping around this part of America. They just like put out chairs and watch sunsets. I think there's a balloon festival in Bluff. Bluff, Utah. Balloon festival. I wonder if this is where my parents went. My parents went to a balloon festival in Utah. Okay. Balloon festival. 2019, January 19th. No, my parents didn't do it in January 19th. Old ass truck. Love it. Hot air balloons. I want to see. I never been inside a hot air balloon. I missed my window. I really wanted to do it when I was younger. Now I'd never fucking do it. You'd have to, you'd have to like strap me to the basket. Or you'd have to have a, the basket enclosed in glass. I'd never fucking do it. Being in that basket and looking down. No way. I'm a huge pussy. When I was younger, I really wanted to do it. I helped a hot air balloon land once. I I probably told this story. We were driving around our town in uh, Southbury, Connecticut, and this hot air balloon was in the sky. And all of a sudden, they're waving at us, so we're, like, waving back. And then they're yelling. We get out of the car. We roll in the window. They're like, where's the closest field? (laughs) We were like, high school's that way. And they're like, thanks. They were, like, crash landing. And then they made a, like a, a, a safe crash landing on the high school football field. So, uh, you know, they never reached out and thanked us for saving their lives, but we did. We did. Where's the closest field? I was like, oh fuck, you guys okay? Um, so hot air balloons are cool, and Bluff, Utah, is cool. I think that was all the really facts about it. Just go there and you look at shit because it's it's wild. Uh so go to bluff utah if you if you want. It's up to you. It's entirely up to you.
0: And that's all I had to say about that.
1: Random player of the t- d- <laughs> random player of the day is LB Fletcher. LB Fletcher. Birth name Albert Preston Fletcher from Milton, Mass. What a name. Hometown kid played for the Boston Braves from there. He was a stud in high school, really good player in high school. And then a magazine or a newspaper, um, the, uh, the record American newspaper invited readers to nominate a young player that they thought deserved a trip to spring training with the Braves. So, you know. American Idol for baseball back in the day. Vote in. So, Albert, one of the best players in high school, got all his friends and family and all of Milton Mass to vote him in. He won. He wins a trip to spring training with the Braves. He was teammates with Babe Ruth in his first year with the Braves. He was 18. Babe Ruth was 40 years old. So, he's got a really cool connect the dots, my – uh like my partner in business, Jake, but Jake's just my best friend that we happen to have a company together. But Jake loves that game. Like how many years can you cover with three players? So I got to tell him about LB Fletcher because he was teammates with Babe Ruth who began playing in 1914, and then he was also teammates with Warren Spahn who pitched until 1965. So three players, Ruth, Fletcher, Spahn, covers – 50 years, three players, 50 years. It's pretty crazy. He was pretty good. LB was pretty good. They said he was a defensive dude, uh, took a lot of pride in his defense. But he led the league in on-base percentage three times. Right here. 1940, 418 on-base percentage. 1941, 421 on-base percentage. 1942, 417 on-base percentage. I don't even know if you guys can see that. that's pretty good. Got MVP votes in four seasons. Although in 1943, he got 21st place in MVP votes, which means he got, okay, he got seven, seven points. Sometimes you see the MVP vote and you see it be like in 19, you see, and it's like, he got one vote. So he got four votes in uh, 1939. Sometimes you see people and you're like, what? I got one vote. Like a fun one is... Aaron Hicks. I believe Aaron Hicks got MVP votes one year in 2018. I mean, he had a really good year, Aaron Hicks. He got MVP votes, but he got one vote. So it was just like one writer voted, and now they get that on their baseball reference on the right side. You know, got MVP votes, one vote. Chris Sale, also one vote. Another fun one is Jordan Montgomery. Got rookie of the year votes in 2017. He placed sixth. And it was or where is it? It was one the fuck is it? Oh, here it is. It was, oh, he got four votes. Okay. Better. But yeah, sometimes you look at those columns of the awards and you're like, oh, crazy, cool. And then it's like, I got one vote. But Fletcher got Fletcher got some real. Real MVP votes. Where am I? Dude was good. Led the league in walks. Twice. On base percentage three times. He played in the, the Navy. He played for the, the team in the Navy that was like all the baseball players that they, they sent around to entertain the troops, basically. Like, they, sent, they got sent to Hawaii to play baseball to entertain the troops. What else did I find out about uh, Fletch? Look how young he is in this picture. I don't know who that Cardinals player is. I looked it up, and I forget. It's a picture of Fletch with the Boston Braves and then a player on the Cardinals. I'm sure I could find out if I wanted to, but I don't. But they just look so young to me. I mean, Fletcher was probably 20 years old, 21 years old, and the other kid on the Cardinals is really young too. Classic leather belts. Uh, What else did I say Oh this is a funny tidbit about the dude He Signed when he was 18 And he learned that he could order Anything on the restaurant at the Braves hotel So he just ordered steak For breakfast every single day And eventually got Incredibly sick and had to have an Enema uh, the manager of the Team Bill McKenzie McKetchny Bill McKechney. Heard that he was sick and was like, we got to get, get our young rookie in an anima. Just didn't realize he can't have steak every morning. And then they had someone sit. Uh, they had a coach eat breakfast breakfast with him every morning. And make sure that he was, like, eating right. So, I don't know. It's a tough story to have to tell. He's got this cool picture of him with a bunch of bats. A lot of people would die for that picture. Also, that was probably annoying to set up. Photographer was probably like, I'm super into this. Hold on. Just sit still. Probably set up the bats. There's probably went back to his camera, looked at it, and there was like two that he was like, "Ah, I don't like the way these two look. And then he went back and Fletch is like, come on, dude. Like, this sucks. Camera's like, no, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. People are going to love it. Like, we got to add more bats. (laughs) I kept adding more bats. He's like, Fletch is like, this blows, dude. They just kept adding more bats. I like the picture. Good job, photographer. Um. Dude, he got hurt running into a first baseman and it fucked up his knee. And then he was never really the be- as good after the war. But check out this record. Fletcher's glove put him in the record book on June 6, 1941 when he tied a National League mark with 21 putouts in a 9-inning game. 21 the Pirates pitcher, sinker baller Rip Sewell, Sewell, set a league record with 11 assists. So 11 outs were hits back to the pitcher, to first base. And then there was 10 more ground balls in the field. It's a lot of uh, balls back to the pitcher. Is there a way to find that on Baseball Reference? So we're to find most – this is, might be a mess. Um, uh, someone who knows baseball reference better than me is going to be like, dude, click here, dumbass. Player finder. I want to find most put-outs by a pitcher in a nine-inning game. Stat head. Player finder. Other event finder. Uh, other innings – Okay. Oh boy. I'm lost. I don't want to get out. I don't I don't know how to. most most put outs in a nine, no most assists in a nine inning game by one pitcher. That's fucking easy. Why'd you dance around like a little scared child, Jimmy? That was the easiest thing to find. Assist records, baseballalmanach.com. We got uh, super big on the screen for you guys. Kind of blows. 1990? In a season by the league leader in a nine inning game. There we go. All right. Stan Kowelski, 11. What, didn't our guy have 11? Rip Sewell set a league record with 11 assists and he's not even on here? No, he is. 11. Okay. I don't understand. I don't understand the difference why he's down here. This guy had 11 in eight innings. There's no modern winner. These are all old as fuck. When people bunted nonstop and swung down at the ball, that makes sense. Well, if anyone's wondering, the record is 11. And one, two, three, four, five people have done it in the American League. And the only person to do it in the National League is Rip Sewell. Or Su- I don't know how you say his last name. So he was the, the, the leader. Congrats. Ron Darling, pretty good. 1985. Fewest in a season. Oh, that's fewest. Okay. Most in a career. Christy Matheson. I'm over it. I thought it was going to be interesting. It was. We'll give it a half interesting point. But anyway, that is all about LB Fletcher. Young dude from Boston. He he eventually went to the Pirates and he said he felt much better playing for the Pirates because he, he didn't have the pressure to appease his hometown fans. And he was like, you know. I don't give a fuck about Pittsburgh. I guess that's that's what he was saying. It's not what he was saying. He wasn't a mean guy. LB Fletcher, there's footage of a uh, uh there's all this footage that Flagstaff has of night games in 1943 when when LB was on the Pirates, but I couldn't find him in any of the footage and I was uh trying really hard. But yeah, that's LB Fletcher. And that's all I had to say about that. The book today, is Leonard Cohen, Book of Longing. Uh, I haven't read this. No no look, grab it. Grabbed it. I haven't read this. I bought this because, you know, you come across Leonard Cohen writings all the time. Someone give me a page number, we'll read it, and we'll figure out if it's about roller derby or something else. And uh, there's a lot of drawings in here. Leonard Cohen. Pretty cool career. Pretty cool career for Leonard Cohen. He just kind of, did I get a page number? I forget. <laughs> Not Mr. Moon said little known fact. The manager performed the enema. That would be pretty funny. If That's how it Um, 23, Troy. Abe wants me to break the spine. I bought this from a used bookstore. Oh, the spine isn't broken. We'll do it. Alright, 23, unless that's a long one. 23, 23, 23, 23, 23, 35, 31, 27. Oh, ugly ass dude on page 27. Tough look. Leonard Cohen says, I want to write about you. It's like, all right. And now I'm just gonna draw your ugly face. 23. Oh, wow. 23 is a wild page, Troy. Did you know this? Twenty 20- <laughs> 23 is a wild page, some tasteful nudity, and uh, it's written in cursive, not in ink. So we got like a topless belly dancer. It says, Dear Roshi, I'm sorry that I cannot help you now because I met this woman. Please forgive my selfishness. I send you birthday greetings, deep affection, and respect. Signed, J.L. Can, the useless something bows his head. The useless monk bows his head. That was a weird page. Everyone blame Troy for choosing a weird page. Here, we'll do this one. True self. True self. True self has no will. It's free form. It's, oh, fuck. True self. True self has no will. It's free from kill or do not kill But while I am a novice Still I do embrace with all my will The first commitment Do not kill Dude doesn't want people to kill people My medicine has many contrasting flavors Engrossed in or perplexed by The differences between them The patient forgets to suffer I don't understand what's going on in this book so far Whoa Whoa Holy smokes. We got we got uh, something here on page 158. And uh, Leonard Cohen's just laying down the law. Anyone who says, I'm not a Jew, is not a Jew. I'm very sorry, but this decision is final. And that's the rules. If you want out, you're out. They're not going to keep you around. You want to leave? Just leave. Declare it. So, I guess I got to read this more. Katie took me, Katie's to take me to uh, used bookstores on my birthday, and I just buy a ton and then, you know, get to them when I got to them. And I was running late today because I had to take Mac out for a walk and get him to shit and piss and then get in the car. And I was like, fuck, I forgot to grab a book. So, I just grabbed this one. But, So many pictures of topless women in this book. So many symbols. I feel like there's a lot going on in here that I don't get. This guy kind of looks like Bukowski. I think he was drawn Buke. Doesn't that kind of look like Bukowski? Says, uh, I enjoyed the laughter of old poets as you welcomed me, but I won't be staying here for long and you won't be either. 1985. I think that's the year Bukowski died. 1985. Laughter in the Pantheon. So I think that is about Bukowski. I think. When did Charles Bukowski die? Charles Bukowski. Wiki. He died in 1994. You couldn't have been more wrong. Stupid fuck. Anyway, I still think it was about him, so shut up about it. What's going on? Uh, It's only 928. Whoa. Whoa. We powered through that today. That was fast. Any thoughts? Not Mr. Moon and Periscope asks, any thoughts on the chance forty minor league teams will be scrapped without playing again in twenty twenty? Well, whatever the number is that's gonna get scrapped, I forget what it is, but are going to, you know. Every team's gonna have four minor league clubs now. The Yankees had eight. I think the Dodgers had eight. Um. So yeah, someone said looks like he was saying if anyone says Leonard Cohen isn't a Jew, then they aren't Jewish. I could be wrong though, says Shmully. Is that Shmully from Instagram? Great follow if you want candid chats of New York City. I don't know if that if you're that Shmully or a different Shmully, but check out Shmully on Instagram. I like that account. Um, we want a hot air balloon proposal breakdown podcast. Someone on, in, someone in the chat proposed in a hot air balloon? Oh, that's cool. Bukowski died the same year as Albert Fletcher. Fletcher. <sighs> Full circle. What kind of coffee am I drinking? I don't know. Um, made it from the house. This was a gift from someone. Uh, this was a gift from Nick who hosts talking Yanks or talking folk at his wedding. I don't know what kind of coffee this is, just whatever Katie has at the house. Why do you think that so many regular people are completely on the side of the owners? Uh, The owners control the narrative pretty good. I don't think they did that well on this side. And the owners... um, I don't know, man. I don't know. They control the narrative. People are jealous of players. And they think that they downplay the skill set they have and how hard they worked for it. They think they're just like born into being a lucky baseball player sometimes. I'd kill. I'd kill to do what you do. I bet you wouldn't kill to devote your entire upbringing and adolescence to it. You know what I mean? People, people think, like I'd kill to be able to do what you do. Well, you probably didn't try. You know, a lot of these baseball players dedicated their lives. A lot of pro players. They give up their fucking youth, basically. It's, uh, it's not something that they just walk into. I think a lot of the public thinks, like, oh, I'd kill to do what you do. And make that money. It's like, well, these people work incredibly hard for it. So I don't know. I like your flag. Yeah, that's going to come down. I have a uh, the big John Boy Media backdrop that used to be in the main studio, and that's going to – we're going to put that up here so it looks a little less ridiculous. Uh, I think that's the plan. We want to get a P.O. box because we wanted to have people, like, draw, draw things and then put them on the walls and decorate the studios here, but the corona kind of ruined the P.O. box times. Also – also, the post office kind of ruins the P.O. box because they suck. Post office is crazy. Um, I'd need a dry race board and sounds of people screaming for starters. Wow. But you're not going to get paid for 162 games if you only play 81. Well, Andrew, I got great news for you, dude. Andrew says... Well, you're not going to get paid for 162 games if you only play 81. The players only wanted to get paid for 81 games if they played 81 games. The players only wanted to get paid for the amount of games they played. They wanted full pro-rated. So exactly what you're using against the players, Andrew, is exactly what the players are asking for and the owners aren't giving them. So unbeknownst to you, you're siding with the players. So that's huge. That's a huge life change for you right now, Andrew. You thought you were on the side of the owners. You presented your argument. Turns out you're on the side of the players. We all just saw Andrew transform before our eyes. Huge. They're going to play 60 games. That's, I mean, you know, if uh, health stuff works out. It'll be interesting to see if every player plays or if some players sit out. That'll That's the next, the next phase to see what happens. Um, yeah, I think that's everything. I think we're good. Going to go do... Uh, Really liked your behind the scenes vlog. Love what you're doing, independent media. Thanks, Michael. I think we're gonna make more of those. I mean, that was a long one because a lot happened last week. But you know, Zach Zach has the camera rolling, and and there's some some more vlogs coming. So, Ami Josh says, "Welcome to the player side, Andrew." Yeah, this is huge moment for for Andrew. Whole, whole 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 thing, you know, huge pivot for him. Uh, Dukes Dukes is good, man. Dukes is really good. He's sitting. When, we, when he's just sitting, when he when he wants something, he sits and he waits. Like, I didn't think that would happen so quick, but we've trained him to sit really well. When I come home, he tries to greet me at the door. I don't want that to happen because I don't want him to jump on other people. So I walk to the chair, and then as soon as I get to the chair, I sat down yesterday, got to the chair, and usually I would call him over and then then try to make him sit, and he was just sitting there patiently waiting. As soon as I sat down, I said, okay, come on, boy. And then he gave me a bunch of love, and I gave him love back. So... Uh, I mean, it's probably a glitch. Like, I don't think he's, like, a fully trained dog yet. He's 10 weeks old. But yesterday, Katie and I were like, damn. We had a fully trained dog for one day. It was awesome. It was really good. Uh, all right. do Not that I'm hoping for this, but where does John Boy vacation at? Uh, down the shore, New Jersey shore. Lavalette, I lived there all last year. Went there last weekend. I'm probably going to go there. Oh, I'm going there this weekend. Until baseball starts, I'm probably going to go down there every weekend. It's my favorite place in the world. It's the best. Uh, And that's that. What else we got going on? I can give you a little preview of what we're talking about on John Boy and Jake Radio today. That starts in half hour, so i got to get out of here. Justin Bieber, the fireworks, Bauer and Aubrey Huff beefing. Baseball's back, Cora wants to manage again, Bubba Wallace news, Uh, the group that wants to buy the Mets, a man was smuggling cocaine in an artificial penis and was caught, Uh, Garuda Indonesia says flight attendants will forego masks so passengers can see if they're smiling or frowning, (laughs) Uh, Philly shuts down dumpster pools and they say we are not screwing around this time, some fun stuff, talk to Jake about all that. Cool. What are the chances Arod gets his jersey retired by the Yanks Probably not unless the Yankees are really really hurting For sales You know They retired a lot of the 90s guys In the 15, 16, 17 years When they were expecting not to be competitive They retired a lot of guys In the early 90s Because they needed to have big days And drum up crowds And, and lean on the past So um, is there a way to watch John Boy and Jake Radio live Yeah every day John Boy and Jake TV YouTube account. We Or, you know, I'll follow on Twitter, follow on Instagram, and you'll get notifications that we're going live. Uh, every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, I should say. You can watch it live on YouTube. We can start putting it on Periscope now, too, if we wanted. Yeah, I should tell BBD. Yeah, yeah. The internet couldn't handle that in my apartment. Well, when we were doing, like, everyone was remote. But now we can definitely do that. I should tell them that. We should do it on Facebook, too, just like I do this show. Thanks for the heads up, whoever asked that question. James Willard I'm Shmully on Instagram Thanks for the shout out Love your work dude I think it's really cool I think you're uh, You're showing people The different sides of life In New York City In very very uh, Pretty And human Pictures So everyone go follow Shmully S-H-M-U-L-L-Y On Instagram I enjoy it Thoroughly right, I'm gonna lower the volume So I don't blow Everyone's fucking ears off And I'm gonna Play the song again And I'm going to leave. I'm going to thank you for hanging out with me. I appreciate it. Um, What did we talk about today? Talked about crazy rock formations. L.B. Fletcher. Walks. Put-out leaders. Whatever Leonard Cohen was writing about. We're not all sure yet. And uh, something else. See you tomorrow. Appreciate you. Bye, guys.
0: Inside my innocence I laid in bed awake Conflicted and strange with the impetus of age But like a phantom she crept across the floor And out the window Darling do not fear what you don't really know